Yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Jay Jr. I'm so excited uh, just for this episode. And thank you so much for listening to uh, the podcast. You guys know we talk about passion, purpose, and possibility. Anything can happen on here. It's raw. It's real. And so I have somebody that I've wanted to bring on a while ago, but you know, things take time. But he's so amazing. And it was actually, this is what's so cool about this guy. He has the career that I was dreaming about when I was eight years old. I had somebody on here before that had the career. You guys are probably catching on because I watch this all the time. It's the Weather Channel. He is a meteorologist and he's amazing. (laughs) Won an Emmy. My God. This is Jordan Steele. Say what's up to the audience. <laughs> what's up, everybody? That's an intro I've never oh been dealt with. That was amazing. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Number oh, no, one. I'm honored. I'm so like <laughs> proud and excited to see your success since you, you started the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank I remember you. meeting with you several weeks, maybe a couple months before this started, and you yeah. like, had this idea, and I'm like, that's uh-huh. a great idea. <laughs> You should totally do that. And you did it. And Uh, now it's going, taking you places all over the place. I'm truly thankful. And, but you know, I I always, I I look back and I remember when I met you for the first time and you were about to go on actually at King Five. God, I was here. I can't, I was doing a tour. So I've never seen the studio before. And um, and I'm here guys now at King Five. And, um, but I remember you were cool. You were in your suit. You had on cool shoes and you had cool socks on. That's funny. I I dress in cool attire because I'm not cool. (laughs) So I have to balance it out. I'm like oh the biggest God, dork trash. there is. You are so cool. He's so <laughs> Not cool. cool. Oh my God. And wait a minute. So we're going to do a little history with you though. But um, so you're a meteorologist. But before we jump into where you come from and all this stuff, were you like some cool like flight instructor like for aqua or like something where like maybe in the past were you what were you like, like in a past pilot? life yes or were you i was looking you up and i was like it's saw, i saw like flight instructor or something no. i was like was that you did no. you do anything with water did you do anything like with surfing oh anything like- flight instructor <laughs> oh talk about it come on I did okay some research. so there was this um this thing called a flyboard Right? Got it. it came out in 2012 in the U.S. I think it was invented by Frankie Zapata back in, I think it was 2011. Okay. Anyway, he's from France. They brought this machine over. It's those machines that connect to a jet ski and a hose. Yes. And you can and fly you up, up 30 you, to 40 feet yes, up in the air. You so that. I was a flight instructor for the flyboard, oh. which would help people <laughs> surf the sky. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. I was like, wait a minute. Did he do like that cool thing? We just blast out of the water and he's like floating everywhere. Yeah, and, exactly. Wow. But instead of it being on your back, it's on your feet. So you're surfing the sky. It's, it's, it's pretty oh, awesome. Did you like it? Oh, yeah. It was amazing. How long did you do it for? Uh, the whole time I was in Austin, you know, wow. I, I met the owners and I was just like, Hey, this is amazing. I'd love to help you out. So right. I was a flight instructor for a couple summers and then we got into, made a team right. and we were performing and I helped train. I don't know if you guys watched America's Got Talent, but a couple mm-hmm. years ago, Damon Rippey was on America's Got right. Talent for the Flyboard, wow. and I helped train him from Austin, Texas. Good Lord. Yeah, he was, he was great. Well, one thing about Jordan, you guys, since I've known him, he is a go-getter. Um, it's in his eyes. You have a passion. You have a drive. You're going to make it happen. That's the look you give. Or it could wow. be that you're just your world's like going at like the speed of light, but and you should be cast for like Superman. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but I mean, that's one thing about you since I've known you, and we've had the fun opportunity just to do little side things stuff like that where we talked about dream boards and but where are you from what city are you from i'm from yeah i'm from it's so funny i'm from i say the west coast i technically grew up in san diego got it my favorite city in the world is it it's my favorite i'm still a diehard charger fan okay there's only like three of us left (laughs) (laughs) and um 
I don't have any family there anymore, okay. so I never go back. So it's it's got a, a special place in my heart. Right. But I now say I'm from all over the West Coast. Right. I've lived in Washington, Oregon, California. Wow. My dad's from Las Vegas. My mom lives in Arizona. Wow. I just spent the last five years in Austin, Texas, which right. was an amazing city. Austin's you know, got good food. Good food, good, good people, food. good culture, good vibe. Right. Fun. I mean, I remember running into Matthew McConaughey every once wow. in a while. And, like, it's just a small city. You and know? you had a show, like, was it called Founding Austin, where you were on there, like, morning news or something? So Founding people? Austin was a magazine I helped start okay. in Austin right. to interview founders like Tito's Vodka mm-hmm. and, you know, some of the people that live in Austin. Um, I had a show on the CBS affiliate there that was just called We Are Austin, and you would right. help talk about the cool city that it yes, is. Yes, yes. You know? so. What is Austin known for? I mean, I know there's music. Music, music, music. capital of the world, yes, right? That's yes. the big thing. Um, it's weird, is which it? is all good. You got this this culture where you have this southern charm mixed right. with this hippie Portland vibe, oh. and it's really cool and awesome. And, and good fun. food. And great food. Good yeah, food. I'd say amazing food. Barbecue. Yes. I went down to, I was in Houston and Dallas, shout out to you cities, but um, I was down there and I had good brisket. Does mm-hmm. Austin have good brisket? The best. Oh, they have this thing, and I hate the word moist, but they call it moist brisket. It's amazing. And it's so It good. keeps the fat on there. Franklin Barbecue is a hot spot. Okay, I'm going to check barbecue it out. Barbecue is a good spot. Ooh. Louis Miller Barbecue is good. There's okay. just so many to choose from, you know? And what's your favorite food? What's a favorite food of Jordan? Oh, that's a good question. I am a sushi fan. Really? To the core. Really? I feel like is there sushi on an down island. there in the South? There is, okay. yes. Yeah, there is some sushi down there. You okay. got to find the good spots. So you like sushi? I love sushi. I could eat it every day. Raw or yes. has to be, really? Yeah, raw. See, I don't play with things that look like it can come back and talk to me. Yeah. But, yeah. but you like that, like. It tastes good. Ooh, God, <laughs> gosh. Okay, so here's a cool thing, too. You have a beautiful wife and That's you crazy. have uh, you. twins. Yes, sir. How do you live a life with twins? How do you do it? How was that like when you found I'm going to be a dad of twins? So I always say to people who like just had children, um, (laughs) you have a life before kids, as everybody knows, and you have a life after kids. And the most important thing you can do is transition. If you don't Mm. transition and you keep living the life you used to have without kids, you will fail as a father. That's good. You have to transition to be the dad that you're meant to be. And that is... The kids ultimately come first. You can still have your dreams, your goals, and your right. passions, but it's not going to be on your timeline. Wow. You have to slow it down, focus on the now, That's be there good. with your kids because if you don't, I've talked to some people. I think his name is Dean DeGrazi. He's a big real estate guy in mm-hmm. Phoenix, Arizona. Um, he hangs out with Tony Robbins and some big people. He right. said he waited to have kids because a lot of people in his circle had kids as they were building their company. And by the time the kids were 18, the company was going and they were like, okay, I'm ready to be a dad. Kids are out of the house. Too late. Wow. So he's like, I had to wait because I I had this passion of creating a company, and now I can be the dad I want to be. So if you're blessed with kids and you still want to create a company or do whatever it is you want to do, you can do that. It's just timing is going to be a lot slower. Mm -hmm. You really want to appreciate those young years with your children. Because I have three kids. Yeah. uh, Cayenne, Carter, and Adelaide. Right. Beautiful kids. Thank you so much. And you're, oh my God, your kids are amazing and beautiful as well. I had the privilege of meeting them and they're cool. Um, And they're beautiful. They, one looks like you and one looks like your wife. Yeah, they're it's amazing. Twins. It's crazy. <laughs> Absolutely crazy. But I, I I look back over my life and I could see where when I first had my son, I was young and um, transitioning is so important because you still have that mind of before. Yeah. And so they're like the first probably like six months, I was not, I was just really kind of clueless. Oh yeah, it took me he a year. He was in the swing. At least a year. And yeah. I'd be like, oh cool, you swing in the swing. Mm-hmm. I don't have to bother you, you swing in the swing. No, that's not <laughs> But true. that it doesn't work they like that. You, they want your attention. They yes. want your time. Yep. And you have to know how to transition with that. That's and so right. that's, that's really, for those listening, transition 
is important. Be adaptable. Be adaptable. Mold to your surroundings. Oh, my God. So talk about, okay, you're a meteorologist. Now, guys, I, that was my dream world. I still watch the Weather Channel Day. Everywhere I travel, you guys, nobody comes to my hotel room because I'm the only one in there, just so you know. But if you had a sneak peek in my room. The- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I want to get down to that. What's the reason for that? I travel a lot because I do speaking and stuff like that. But well, the reason in my room what brings me peace is the weather. The weather, and it could be hurricanes. I'm like watching, like I wanted to like go to Florida University back in the day and I wanted to do that. And that was my whole dream was to chase like tornadoes and all that stuff. So I feel like God has blessed me because even though I didn't get that and I, people say you can always go back and do it, but now it's not even a, it's not my, I'm doing what I'm doing now. Okay. But I feel like God puts people in your life to help fulfill those things. And so like, that's why I feel like I know you because I feel like, like, you know, I feel like that's a side where I get to watch you on TV and I'm like, wow. And I feel, I feel at peace when I see somebody that I actually know. It's one thing when you watch somebody, but you don't know them. Mm -hmm. You're just like some super cool, like you're like a fan, but like you're a friend. And so I'm watching my friend and I can come and be like, nice tie. Wow. That was a good (laughs) combo today. Look at him doing the weather today, man. You know, but I think it's just so cool. So what got you into why? Why did you want to do The why, that's a great question. I think everything that I have been given in my life has been a blessing from God right. um, that I can't explain. Mm-hmm. And it's like I have you know, what I think I want my life to be, mm-hmm. but I never really knew what that was. I just knew I wanted something you know, bigger and better and bolder. Mm-hmm. And when I was in high school, it was like my wife, inter- or my girlfriend at the time, she's not my wife, mm-hmm. she introduced me to theater. I was like, oh, this is great, performing. Right. I this can see fantastic. that. fantastic. I can see that. I like it. I didn't <laughs> think I would. Uh-huh. And then I went to college. I'm like, gosh, I still have this itch. I want to perform. And I didn't get into theater in college. What I ended up doing is getting into the local news program and learning about editing and uh-huh. video work. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should go to LA and learn the whole movie world. Right, right. In that process, I realized that is doable, but it's very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. I had a couple of friends who tried and did it. Some succeeded, some did not. And mm-hmm. so I was like, well, let me try this news thing. Let me see if I can go this route. And right. the weather roll fell in my lap. Wow. And once I got the weather roll, I realized I had this passion for weather. Some people like grow up in the Midwest say, when I was four, I saw a tornado and I wanted to be a weatherman ever since. <laughs> right, right. That wasn't me. I grew mm-hmm. up in San Diego. We didn't have weather. It was weather. the same weather. Yeah. Yeah. It was until I learned what weather was. I was like, oh, I really appreciate this. Mm. And so I have been went to school for it after I graduated college, went back to school for weather, and I've been traveling the country um, wow. from station to station, being meteorologists in different areas. Weren't you fun. in Bend, Oregon at one I point? I was in Eugene. Eugene. Yeah. Okay, Eugene. Shout wow. out to you, Wow. They're good school How team. was that? It was great. You it loved awesome. it? Yeah, it was a small town, but wow. I mean, Oregon's one of the most beautiful states out there. Yeah. Amazing. I was in, um, I don't know what city I was in, but it was beautiful. Like I was in fall time and it was just, it might have been, maybe I was, I went to Bend. Yeah, Bend and is central it's like, wow, it was beautiful. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like Old Town Mill, all that yeah, kind of Yeah, and every stuff. time you get east of the Cascades or east of a mountain range, you're going to, the climate's going to be completely different. It's so different. Side. So different. So you got into meteorology. Yeah. And how, how many years now? Oh. It's been a while. Ten. Ten years. Yeah. And you're not, you're not bored from it at all. No, no. If, if anything, the, this whole climate shift is making it more interesting. Wow. I mean, the unfortunate part is the climate is changing, and I think um, weather is going to be really important in the future if we really? don't get this whole thing under control. Yeah. Wow. wow. I mean, you could just see it. The last five years have been the warmest globally ever. Oh, I know. Ever. 
uh, storms. Will we ever become like? Will Seattle become like California? It could. California used to be like Seattle. In fact, no, no, that's not true. Southern California, San Diego, used to be a tropical climate. Yes. With lots of trees and iguanas. I mean, this was back long, hundreds, thousands of years ago. Right. And then it shifted with the, the climate shift, and now it's an arid climate with the beach. Right. And it's drying out. It's getting drier and drier. Right. You further up the coastline, it gets more moist because mm-hmm. we've got that jet stream. But if the jet stream changes its form, right. we will definitely change our climate. Wow. But, I mean, that would be... Do you think we'll grow palm trees? <laughs> you could plant a palm tree. No. It palm doesn't trees, feel the same here in Seattle, though. Even palm trees in Hawaii aren't native to no, Hawaii. They're no, transplanted. They're transplanted. Yeah. And it just keeps growing and uh-huh, growing uh-huh. and growing. So I wanted to, this episode, because I always think, when I think of you, I think of positivity. I think of inspiration. And you and I had the opportunity to do, like, some dream board stuff. And I, we didn't get to go too far with it, but we started creating things yeah. like, in your mind. Right. And so I kind of wanted to name this one, you know, a positive mind produces a positive life. And that sounds cliche. It sounds like, oh, this is, but Actually, Jordan, for me, it worked. I'll share something with you. Ten months ago, my life was like, seemed like it was just like falling apart. I was on the verge of a divorce. Um, My family was just like falling apart. And I was able to save my family, got connected to great people such as you. And I began to put almost like an inner circle where I changed my perspective of life. But I began to look at people that were going somewhere that was good. And it helped me shift my focus. So now my marriage is great. Thank God for that. That's amazing. Um, I'm so th- in, in such a short amount of time. And doors began. Once I began to focus on me, and even and it seemed like when we first met, like I, it probably looked like he's got it together. Yeah. Actually, I was dying on the inside emotionally. My huh. world was nuts. I just was everywhere. I was scattered brain trying to figure out, okay, I know this is what my passion is. But I just don't know how to go about it. But God kept putting good people in my life that would give me a sense of hope mm-hmm. to say, just keep going, don't give up, all of those things. And so, but I can look back and see where I had to constantly make mind adjustments. I think about what you just said earlier, you yeah. know, um, transitioning. But I had to like change my mind. And as I began to change my mind, my life got better. I go back to when we made the dream board. Whatever you look at, it can become your reality. Whatever right. you fixate, you know, your mind on, it can actually manifest in your life. And so when I look at you, I'm like, this is a guy. I'm not saying he's like maybe a hundred every day. I'm sure you have maybe a ninety-eight sometimes, but no. <laughs> no, I got my days. I got my days. What's the saying? It's where attention goes, energy flows. Ooh. So if you're bringing your attention to things that are not making you happy, your energy is going to go there and it's not going to make you happy. So you really have to be diligent on your internal dialogue. Everybody always points fingers and blames someone Mm -hmm. for something. I'm the victim. This person did this wrong. This person, my life is horrible because my dad or my mom did this. No, no, that's not true. They're working their battles just like you're working your own. And Mm, as soon as you can turn that arrow back to me, yourself, yes. Your world can be completely different if right. you just change your attitude. See, and, it's hard, and, but and what I, it, it is hard. And I got with like four different mentors that helped me process things. And I, it wasn't so much that I cut people off, but I just focused on me. When I got better, the world got my world got better. My marriage got better. Mm-hmm. Everything around it, be, and I began to attract those things. That's when all of a sudden I started doing interviews, and yeah. the doors open. Now I have this podcast, and now I'm sitting with great people like you. But I just I think about. When I started to work on me, I began to change my mind. Then my life got better. You have to you have to focus on number one. Mm-hmm. Take care of number one. You're number one. Right, and a lot of people think that you're not number one. I know, and they, they will fail. Wow. People who want to please others 
because they think it'll make their life better. It doesn't. You have. That's why people say, can you take 10 minutes out of a day to be with yourself? Hmm. Meditate, drink your coffee in quiet, wake up 30 minutes prior for you, hmm. do a hobby that's for you. It wow. will help your marriage. It helps your parenting. It, it helps your life. Wow. But a lot of people don't. Like, like me, I'm like, in my mind right now, I'm not taking care of me because I'm wow. trying to take care of my family by doing a million things. Wow. And it will down the road. But like, I was just talking to a friend. I was like, have you done anything for you lately? Any hobbies? Anything fun? He's like, no. I'm like, man, me neither. Wow. I haven't gone surfing in forever. I haven't gone snowboarding all these right. things on season. But like, I need to, to do something wow. or else I'm going to break down. Wow. But I see that and I know I have to do it. And that's good though. You At least you recognize it. Yes. Because that's the biggest thing that when you look at a map, locate yourself. Instead right. of looking, you can get so scatterbrained that, oh my God, I'm where am I, where am I? But just find out where you're at. Right. That's like the beginning of like starting a new transition in life anyway. Yeah. So for you, have you had moments, like if you were to look back over your life, do you see where maybe it's like, gosh, I had to change my mind here or I would have went down this or this wouldn't have worked out? Do you I have think, any examples? I where? think I've always been an optimistic person. Okay. I've always like, but you know, when you're growing up and you're running with people in your circles and you don't really know yourself yet, you can get caught up in a bad situation. Wow. It, it takes years for you to figure out who you really are. Mm -hmm. And I would say I really mastered my craft in terms of just what I wanted myself to be when I was, I would say, probably in Austin, Texas. My brother gave me a book from Tony Robbins, okay. who I absolutely adore. Yes, And he taught me about all of that stuff. And mm -hmm. then I was fortunate enough because I had this passion for him, right? What did I say? Where attention goes, energy flows. Right. He taught me that. But my attention was on Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins was coming to Austin to promote his Netflix movie. Wow. I was like, I want to interview him. Yes. I got to interview him in what? his apartment face to face. Shut and up. I was like, this is unreal. And then from there, he invited me to his conference. Wow. Unleash the Power Within. I walked on Hot Coals. Anyway, it took me all these years just to, tr it, you have to remember like, most people don't think this way, right? No. They just want to complain and live life and everybody's living day to day. But if you can take time to to think about how you want your life, how you want your life to be in five, ten years, one, right. five, ten years, wow. you will then create energy that knows that's where it wants to be, and then mm. eventually it'll get there. That's why vision boards we did that are so right. powerful. You yeah. look up, you see it every day. Right. And if your life's not there, you want to get there. Right. So you will try to do anything you can to get there. I think what's so cool about a vision board, because this still tags in with that whole mind thing, because you're seeing it. Yeah, I feel like your mind has eyes. Yeah. And so you're always constantly putting something before you that eventually what you visualize will materialize. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, when I think about that now, there are things that I can now check off in just six months that I thought I wouldn't do, maybe do in like another year or so. Right. But it's because I was constantly thinking about it. Right. And I focused that my energy on something good. Yeah. And, and, and people have to not be scared to just try. Mm. Like failure is a good thing. Mm. Wow. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, I mean, that's like a lot of people you say, don't fail. Don't no, you hear? You want if you to fail. fail. Oh my God. But I think about how many times did you fail when you learned oh to walk my, as a kid? Oh God. Right? I got you had to now. fail to <laughs> learn to walk. Right. Right. You, you have to fail to succeed. You have to try or you're going to be living in a bubble and you're never going to get there. Mm. So go and fail, yeah, <laughs> but learn from it. <laughs> right. All right. School hard knocks. Like, Learn from your failures. Don't do the same thing over and over and keep failing the same right. thing. Do it differently. Do it differently. Change, Change the formula a little bit. Yeah. So what do you do as far as like, what do you- So like right now, I'm yeah. working on a project where I'm trying to flip a house. Okay. And I'm in debt up to Wait, my eyeballs. so I saw- wow. But I- 
and yeah, willing to fail. on your Instagram. Yeah. I didn't know what it was for. I thought you were yeah. just doing some kind of like. That's no, no, that's me getting in and cleaning up rat crap. Oh. 15 pounds of it. Have you ever done this. it? You've never, never. done it? Never. This is my first time. So I'm like, if I fail, okay. But at least I tried. So I'm trying. Wow. How long do you think the process will be? Unfortunately, a little longer because I'm trying to do it just with me and a partner. So probably yeah. six months. Oh, that's it not should too take bad. Three. It should that's take not three. bad. But you're taking a risk. Yeah. And you, you don't take, know. Yeah. Take and, you, and so once you flip it, you just hope that boom and it's. Yeah. And if it doesn't. Then and you've never done this before. Never done this before. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I seen you up in that attic, and I was like, Jay ain't going up in that. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. I give it to you. Yeah, you got to. But try I saw you've stuff. done some things over the summer a little bit, where you like some surfing. You went on some trips, like okay, camping. Yeah. Did I you do go like jump a, in something in the mountains? What cold? Yeah, water? I go on a backpack trip with my brother, my dad, okay. and guys trip every summer, and right. we pick a spot, and every time we. Go up in the mountains. There'll be some lake that's still got ice on it, and we'll jump in. Whoa! You know, you got it. If you climb all the way up there, yeah, you got to get do in. Something you know, different. you wow. got to get in. Well, I thank you because I, I want. I thank you for your friendship. I thank you for. Dude, you're the man. Well, you're the man because I remember meeting you. You and it's it's amazing because I thought I was going to go on a whole different path. I had known somebody else, but that person's gone, and I know you. Yeah. And I think that is so cool how sometimes you think it's going to be one way, and it turns and goes another way, and that's okay. Oh yeah, and. Totally. Like, you're still going the same direction. You're still going the same it's direction. Just a different track. I still know. I mean, I just was like, wow, I hope to like connect. And now we're sitting here. I think that is just amazing. That just goes back to positive thinking. So thank you for what you do. Yeah. I never stop it. growing. Right. Right. Move life forward. Wow. Keep going. The minute you All stop, the time. The minute you stop breathing, you stop dreaming. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I met with um, Dan Rather. Um, before I left Austin wow. when I was like confused at where I wanted my life to go. And he, he was nice enough to set me up in his little condo in Austin and just was like, Hey, you know, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I just want a, a direction. Like you have this agent, you're all the way up to where you right. are. Like Loved how did do you get there? And so anyway, he said, um, you know, he gave me some great advice. And then I asked his nephew, Martin rather, I said, Martin, why does Dan still work? He's still doing interviews. He's still, right. I mean, he's in his eighties. Right. And Martin was like, well, he wants to continue to grow wow. because if you don't, what's the opposite of growing? Right. Dying. Right. Right. So he wants to keep growing or versus the other. Wow. And I was like, wow, that's powerful. There's a clip of Oprah. I don't know if you've seen it. It's her famous <laughs> clip of, I think, it, I don't know if it was um, 60 Minutes when she first was interviewed back, I think, in the 80s or something. And um, she, the, the guy was asking her, do you think it will work? And she says, I know it will work. Yeah. I feel like in that moment how real this is, I, when I sit here and I interview people, I always tell myself, I know it will work. And I tell my mind that like whoever is coming on is because my mind is working. Whoever sits down here with me and takes a risk to even talk with me, it's because I'm using my mind to attract great people. So I appreciate you know, even that story with Dan Rather, you being able to sit with somebody great like that. Yeah, and now amazing. look at today. I hope to sit with Oprah one day. <laughs> oh, I hope that be amazing. that is like in the back of my head. Like I see that. I'm like, this is like Oprah, you and I are going to sit down. Yes. It's if gonna that happen. ever happens, I have a friend. He, you remind me a lot of him. He, <laughs> he says the funniest thing. He's like, if you ever meet Oprah, I just want to know what she smells like. Oh Can my you tell Lord. me what she smells like? I believe it's, it's heaven oh, and good. flowers. And flowers <laughs> and, just, and what life should be what like. What life should be like. Yes. So you have to oh let me know God. if that ever happens. Gosh. Well, thank you so much, man, for coming on. Of course. And I want you you to come on the visual side, too. They already know. The audience knows it's going to be a full-blown YouTube show. And so I want you to come. And I want them to see your face. Because some people don't – 
you know, even though I think you like or should be everywhere, but let's, let's I think it. it'd be cool for you to come on and just talk even more in depth. But I thank you for the audience that will be listening to this. And thank you. Appreciate you, man. Good. Until next time. Till next time. Right. Jordan Steele, guys. Live your best life, everybody. Yes. All right, guys. Till next time. Thank you so much, and let's keep the conversation going. Bye-bye.